just a bit of a Republican revolt on the House floor where lawmakers have failed to adopt a procedural rule for several bills. The dust-up was led by members of the Freedom Caucus. Joining me now is NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ali Vitale. So last week, Ali, we were asking what the Freedom Caucus would do to Speaker Kevin McCarthy yeah. because they did not like the debt deal. And we wondered, are they going to call for a motion to vacate? I guess this is their answer. Yeah, there are other ways that they can make the speaker's life difficult, and it seems like this might be one of those ways. Initially, we headed into this first vote on the rule, which effectively would set up the rest of the week's ability to vote on things relating to protections for gas stoves. That was the focus for the House Republican majority this week. And when they went to do this vote, they immediately started bleeding support from the Republican side. Several of these House Freedom Caucus members, it became 11 of them in total, saying that they they were doing this because of some arm twisting that was done by leadership during the debt ceiling deal, specifically related to one Andrew Clyde. He was told that he was going to initially get a vote on a bill of his this week, but now that he wasn't because he voted against the rule on the debt deal. So this might be some retaliation from leadership. Frankly, this is the kind of thing that we see from leadership, but it's not often the kind of thing that we see happen on the fly where leadership is surprised by other parts of their conference and able to tank a rule vote like this. Our friend John Bresnahan says this hasn't happened since 2002, I believe. So it's been a while and it's pretty embarrassing for leadership now as they try to regroup and figure out the path forward. All right. Let me ask you, Beth, it's what's happening on Capitol it's Hill? It's a total humiliation. It's Tuesday 6 June in the year of our Lord, 2023, the 79th anniversary of the beginning of uh, the Battle of Normandy um, and the Battle of Overlord with the landing of D-Day. We're going to have uh, Congressman Self here. We're going to talk about point to hawk at the bottom of the hour. But right now, there is a revolt. Uh, Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. Uh, Matt Gates from Florida, Lauren Boebert from Colorado. Uh, about as dramatic as you possibly get. You guys seize control of the floor of the House of Representatives today. Tell us about that. Well, it hasn't happened in 21 years. And, you know, we are very upset about how the debt limit deal came together. Kevin McCarthy exceeded the authority that he had been given by the House of Representatives. When we learned that it was Kevin McCarthy who gave away an additional year mm -hmm. to ice in the agenda of the Biden uh, regime, we were deeply, deeply frustrated about that. Uh, and then and there, no cap, there were the cap off. Yeah. And then there were misrepresentations about the bill. Like it, it puts us in an awkward situation with our colleagues who we like and care about, who we want to see reelected when McCarthy has them go out and say things like there's this great regulatory reform in the bill. And then, of course, we point out it's all waivable by the Biden budget director. And then that's that becomes very uncomfortable. And that happened time and again on this debt limit bill. I mean, on permitting, on on well, on, the permitting on, was on just your a, work was, requirements. You sat right here and told us a trillion dollars of work requirements yeah, and, six weeks ago. When right. when they were done with the work requirements on the SNAP program, they expanded SNAP. I, I'm sure glad they didn't do work requirements now, on had, Medicaid. We, it would have been Medicaid expansion. We had EJ, we had EJ and Tony here. Who said yesterday they just technically made a mistake, and when they found out about, it, they were told about it by other House staffers. They were, they were too embarrassed to go back and try to fight for it. Well, it, it was a circumstance where the Biden negotiating team, frankly, played the House negotiating team and took their lunch money. Look, Lawrence O'Donnell did almost an hour last night on his show, and they came on MSNBC today, the market. They, they had the negotiators on last night. We're going to play cuts tomorrow. We couldn't do it for D, because we had D-Day Day. 
they're literally laughing at the house. But it wasn't just that. It, it wasn't just the substance of it. And, and uh, you know, we, we really don't like bullies. And we don't like when people get picked on. And if you want to see Lauren and I get pretty animated, go pick on one of our colleagues. And when they pulled Andrew's bill on the pistol braces, Andrew Clyde's Andrew bill, uh, we, would, we were not going to tolerate that. The era of the imperial speakership is over. And they don't get to dole out punishment to us and then expect that we're going to continue their failure theater. I'm done with their failure theater. Talk to us about this, about how important is that pistol brace and, and, and trading away people's constitutional rights, your, your constituents' constitutional rights. How's that set with folks back in your district? Well, certainly the bill itself is important, but we aren't going to allow this bill to be a leveraging point for leadership to punish members of Congress. We fought very hard back in January to make sure that every member is empowered and that we could bring bills to the floor, we could bring legislation to the floor, we could amend that legislation. And throughout the debt ceiling deal, this uh, agreement was absolutely absolutely breached. Uh, it was a closed rule. We weren't allowed to offer amendments. And now immediately members are being punished. Another member of Congress um, was completely harassed uh, by many of uh, the members of the leadership team on the House floor. Um, one member told... She was bum-rushed. Yes, she was. I mean, you know, uh, Congresswoman Harshbarger took the right vote. Uh, Harshbarger of Tennessee. Of Tennessee. Yes. She did it. She's a, she's a terrific congresswoman, and she thinks through things very thoroughly, and she does a great job for her state and for her district. And when she didn't toe the line on mm -hmm. leadership, they bum-rushed her. They did. And they we called don't her like chief, that. wanted her chief to harass her, to change her vote. Um, someone told her that she would be marked for the rest of her time in Congress, like wearing a tattoo. And, and so, you know, I mean, this isn't what we fought for. We fought to have a voice for our constituents. And it's been really great for about six months. But, Steve, what have we done? We've passed messaging bills. We had an opportunity to actually pass something substantive for our constituents back home. Um, for instance, the RAINS Act. We had that in the Limit, Save, Grow bill that we passed. And that was completely forfeited uh, in, in this debt ceiling deal. And now this week, they wanted to bring the RAINS Act to the House floor and celebrate that we're going to pass it out of the House when we know it's not going to pass out of the Senate. I'm done with the messaging bills. We had an opportunity to do something last week, and that's when we should have done it. So we took advantage of this procedural rule vote, and uh, we, we took it down to prove a point that we aren't going to govern this way. And any, by the way, if yeah, Kevin yeah. McCarthy has decided that his new coalition partner is the Democrats, well, let's see how that works for him. Didn't work out so well today. We want to be Kevin's coalition partner. We want to be the entity driving. Are you, are you actually saying that you think that the Speaker of the House would actually partner with Hakeem Jeffries and the radical Democrats? Did, didn't we see that you last week? You just saw that. I mean, that, that, but you that make is it a, what, make, You're saying it will become a permanent thing. Well, was he caught? Were they taught, caught that, that's was our a whip and all of them caught totally by surprise today? How did that get pulled off? How do you guys keep that quiet? You know, sometimes uh, the element of surprise is important to deliver the message. And in this case, um, we had made these points previously. We had expressed our frustration. But there seems to be a lot of muscle memory among some of the leadership staff and some of the leadership kind of deputies that it's going to go back to the old days. And the old days well, are over. they can smash you guys. Yeah, yeah. the old the days are over. We're, we're not, not doing Pelosi-era politics. 
No, and, and we want to be, we understand that not every member of our conference holds precisely the views that Lauren and I do, right? We understand mm -hmm. that, and we want to engage those folks in sincere discussion about how to move the country forward. I mean, Lauren, Lauren you probably weren't entirely thrilled with Limit Save Grow, but you voted for right. it out of comity right. with your colleagues working together as a team. And then for Kevin McCarthy to use Limit Save Grow as a permission slip to just go rogue and exceed his authority. Did they give you any heads up? They were trading this stuff away, or that, that all come at the end? No and, no, and and I think that in the future, informing on because he all went out there. We, we, we've marked. We took the the Washington Post article from this weekend, and we marked it where he came out and actually said, "Hold the line. I'm holding the line." Mm -hmm. And it was why it's after they'd already given stuff away. It, it is. It, it is failure theater. And like, think about what Lauren just said. We had this great piece of regulatory reform in Limit Save Grow. The Reigns Act. The Reigns Act. Kevin abandons it on the side of the road, leaves it to die, excludes it from the deal, gets this total performative veneer in the deal on regulatory reform, jams that down in the throat, and this week has the nerve to put the Reigns Act on the floor after he had just abandoned it in the negotiation. So it is a puppet show. It is an unserious puppet show. And the American people deserve to know what is for their benefit and what is solely for the benefit of the members of Congress who are trying to create a brand around an idea set rather than actually advancing policy objectives. So today we did take control of the House floor and we are sending the message to the leadership that there has to be a new power sharing agreement because the prior power sharing agreement was broken. Then there was dishonesty about the manner in which it was broken. And then there was retaliation against patriotic members of Congress when they stood up. So those three things together necessitate a renegotiation of the power sharing agreement with McCarthy. Okay, I just want to, because this audience has had your back from the beginning, and it, quite frankly, have been inspired by, by you guys. When this was all in the heat of the moment in that first week, did we not have a definitive power sharing agreement that that yes. moderates the, the mainstream caucus everybody had bought into correct there's no doubt in your mind about that correct we passed the rules yeah and, and, and so and then they retraded that the rules every all the important stuff they retraded that in the process of getting the debt ceiling done well, the a core pillar of the agreement that allowed McCarthy to assume the yeah. speakership is that he would never put a debt limit yes. proposal on the floor that did not revert to 2022 spending levels yeah. or commensurate fiscal reforms. This was not that. Right. Okay. So now you can't now start thinking about, well, what are the other features of the deal, right? Because once that core pillar is shattered, you have to go and reconstitute the understanding of the agreement. And it just doesn't work to say, we'll live to fight another day on, on the fight to come. I've heard that my whole life in the conservative movement. The time to fight is now. And I want to see this Republican majority work as a team, but effectively, and to stop putting on these puppet shows in the absence of real action. Talk, talk to our audience about the type of intimidation that these guys have tried to use over the last week or so since, this, since the, the, the rules vote and uh, in the overall vote in the NAFTA. Well, there's some we can tell you about and there's some we cannot <laughs> tell you about. But, but I can Give assure you... Give us the PG-13 you, version. I can assure you that it is a um, vertically integrated strategy to try to convince people that if they do not adhere to the leadership thinking on a procedural matter or even a substantive matter, that they will have negative consequences for their political career. Mm -hmm. 
And whether that is uh, getting a bill heard, whether that's losing a chairmanship or a gavel, whether that's or a seat on a committee know, at all. Oh yeah, maybe they you know turn the we'll pull you off a committee. Yeah, or... I mean all these things have been gestured to at various times, and it's not going to be that way ever again. We will not tolerate that. I am as serious about this as I have been about anything I've done in this Congress. We are not going back to the old ways, and if and if that means that the Gas Stove Protection Act doesn't get a vote this week, then so effing be it. Our, our audience was absolutely stunned when, when uh, Andy Clyde, who's about as humble and nice a guy as you could possibly have, came in here and, told, and they, they, he told the audience what they did with a bill that, quite frankly, is at the top of the heap probably right. with 90% of our audience and the conservative base out there. They were absolutely shocked that they would use people's constitutional rights, and particularly the penalty, 10 years in a federal prison. For disabled some, veterans. For disabled yes. veterans. So if they're prepared to do that, uh, I mean, they're prepared to do anything, right? Yes, uh, any any tool that they could find to leverage and um, and retaliate against members, then yes, that that is what has been used in the past. And that's that muscle memory that Matt's talking about. And I think if we don't do this now, then there's... We have to wait until what appropriations and we're being told right now that appropriations is when we're going to actually get this right. Well, we don't trust that because this has been broken. And so we want to make sure that there is trust in place, structure in place. So appropriations can be done right rather than getting an omnibus bill December 24th, um, because that is exactly where we're heading. And I don't want another four trillion dollar mistake. Yeah, you can't make too many four trillion dollar mistakes, right? And keep keep the country. But let me make. Let are me, we forcing? Are you guys now going to force? Nothing's going to come to the floor until the uh, pistol brace bill well, comes. I, I up. only speak for myself in this right. regard, but I am not voting for any rule to advance any other piece of legislation to the floor before that pistol brace bill is heard. Because it's not Andrew Clyde that's the victim here. It's the tens of millions of Americans, many of whom served our country, uh, their mental health put in jeopardy, potentially their liberty put in jeopardy. And um, what I worry about now is whether or not that bill will pass, because I'm already now hearing rumblings. And Lauren is the co-chair of our Second Amendment caucus, but that some of the moderates now in a retaliatory effort might just vote against the bill. So we Punishing still need American the posse. Citizens. Yeah, we need the posse to be calling those calling offices and telling folks that they want them to be a yes on that pistol brace bill. And when do you think pistol brace? If you you've stopped the gas stove uh, messaging bill, you've stopped the Reins Act messaging bill. When can people anticipate? Is this all week just going to be a fight between uh, between you guys in leadership trying to a, a show of muscle about what can come to the floor and can't? It's a very dynamic situation, Steve. We love it. Uh, can you guys stay one more uh, segment? Okay. Um, Congressman Lauren Boebert, Congressman Matt Gates, join us. There was a revolt on the House floor. 202-225-3121. Make sure you call. Let your congressman. Also, uh, Grace and Mo have up the local offices, too. We want calls to go in today to make sure you have the back of the revolt. McCarthy can't move anything. Unless he's got his new, the new majority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, helps him. Short commercial break on uh, the commemoration, 79th anniversary of D-Day. We're going to have an Army Ranger in here in a little while. War Room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? 
Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Congressman Bobert, there's some breaking news, I think. Uh, so, Congressman uh, Andrew Clyde just came out of leadership's office, and he said that his pistol bra- brace ban, uh, bill will be on the floor next Tuesday. Next uh, Tuesday. How's next that, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. How's that it set it with should you? be this week. Um, I, I agree with that, but uh, that's why he's coming out saying that they uh, have agreed to bringing the bill to the floor on Tuesday. So they the, the question, I mean, I'm glad. I think that's great. And I, I want to see the bill pass as soon as possible. I want to see it pass the Senate. Uh, uh, and then it will become law. It doesn't have to get signed by the president because it's a repeal of a regulatory action. So that is good news. But it doesn't answer the question as to whether or not they've learned the lesson about punishment of members. And, and the notion that when we adhere to our agreement that somehow we're to blame for that and, and are, and are going to have our legislation threatened, just that they're putting the bill back up doesn't prove that they learned the lesson. And that's, I think, the work ahead as we try to reconstitute this thing. And we just walked out of a meeting with several of our, our colleagues, the 20. You know, the, the band is back together, if you will. Uh, and The 20 that changed history in the first week. Well, we'll January. see if we've changed history. We, we're, we're working to try to change Washington. Let's, let's start there. But my friend and colleague Eli Crane said nothing happens in Washington, D.C. without force. Powerful. Coming from a SEAL uh, combat veteran who's only been here a couple of months, pretty powerful. Uh, you know they're not going to back off. This is going to be a real show of muscle now, right? You understand they're going well, to I don't know. They just, they, just, they just agreed to put up the pistol bill. They, they, you know what? I think they have to do that because of the outrage and the firestorm throughout the country, particularly in the conservative movement, that you would have three million people possible. ATF could designate as felons uh, tomorrow. By the way, we're going to have Gun Owners Association head uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. Um, but do you think that shows that they, they've blinked? You know they got to be furious. You've humiliated blunt. You humiliated Kevin McCarthy more than you humiliated him in the first week of January. No, no, I, I don't think we've done that, and that's certainly not our objective at all. Uh, our objective is to demonstrate that we are not going to be non-playing characters in this thing. We're not going to be extras in the movie, and you cannot take House conservatives for granted. And oftentimes we're the ones fighting for the people. Like right. we're not here trying to win some lobbyist association legislator of the year award. Right. And and that is why we think that this is a virtuous and glorious. If they fight. were amenable to that, though, they would be working with you guys. We went through the whole first week 
of January, we had Fox News and everybody, all the commentators against you. You got a working agreement. Oh, yeah, everybody you were doing your, yeah, oh, yeah, let, recasting history a little bit there because you were playing your Wolf Blitzer, you know, uh, moderator. We had, to, we had to be moderator. First, got to get yeah, both sides right. in here. We got to get yeah, both you were, sides you, you were Wolf Blitzer <laughs> selling <laughs> pillows and gold while I was out there <laughs> taking the arrows. That's what I said. So you got to go out. It's a good learning experience. But do you think that since they broke it last time, why are they going to do any better this time? Because the simple fact, you're asking for it to be in writing. So no one's ever done will this before, ever, Steve. Will they ever put it well, in writing? It, by the way, it's already in writing, and that didn't stop the last one from not being violated. The first deal is actually in writing? Yeah. And signed? Uh, it is in writing. Okay. Um, That's that memo that, that, that went around? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but here, I, I don't think the then written how could word... They, then how could, how could they... Could, didn't they misinterpret it? I thought it had to be unanimity in rules by all Republicans for something. That's not a, uh, that's not something I was familiar with. In the okay, deal. so only so one one person could Seven. could uh, could uh, one person could back off and it'd be fine. Well, it's not fine if it violates twenty twenty two spending levels. Yes, exactly. That's the deal. That, but I'm saying on the rules. I'm saying violated. the rules itself. But Thomas Massey doing that that was not a problem. That was a, that was still according to the deal as you well, saw. We it. love Thomas Massey. We disagree with you strongly that he yeah. should be primaried. Uh, Congress is a better place with Thomas in it, but he and I see this issue very you differently. Think, you don't think that everybody, the 149 that voted? No, for that? I don't. I think okay. there, are, there, are, there are several in that 149 that we need in other fights, that okay. are there in other fights. And Thomas is one of them. Thomas has been right on spending when I've been wrong. And so, you know, he isn't, he isn't the problem. Uh, the problem is... Uh, even, look, even, even not voting for an open process? Look, Thomas, we disagree on that. Right. Thomas Massey wanted an open rule. Right. I mean, he, he said those of us who voted against the rule were righteous if our our reason was it being closed. Um, so, I mean, he wanted an open rule. He There just wasn't enough support there and leverage to actually open it up. You may say he's not humiliated, but trust me, the city does. Because the speaker, it didn't happen to Nancy Pelosi. It didn't happen to speaker. My, here's my point. You understand they're going to come back and drop an anvil on you guys. You do understand that, right? Well, you know what? We get a little more calluses after each one of these fights. Are you guys dug in on this? We're dug in that we're changing this place, yes. and it's not going to be easy, and it didn't uh, – there was no reason to have any ticker tape parade in January. This is the hard slog, you know, and we – You said that at the time. We are so frustrated yeah. that, that part of this process was a $4 trillion mistake. Yes. And we, we are – we wear that. We have – we are trying to make this place better, and in respect, our infrastructure failed. It failed the people on this debt limit deal, and we – carry the weight of that, mm -hmm. and we will build a better deal going forward, and it's not going to be on their terms. We've done that, and, and the people got sold out. 202-225-3121. Make sure you call. Grace and Mo have the list up there for the local offices, too. Make sure you call and have the back of the, of the 20 in the Magnificent Six. Where does this go from here? Well, you know, as we're speaking with you, I think on my way over here, I had three members of leadership ask if I would uh, come to their office. And I said I was I had to spend a little time with the posse first. But um, the posse has your back. So you, you, you got called to the principal's office. Well, sure. Uh, but I think it's I don't think it's to berate me. Uh, they they could do that all the time and it doesn't really work all that well. I think they want to understand what we believe can put Humpty Dumpty back together again here. You know, is is but we can't redo the the bill is so horrific at every level. We can't redo that. And your point about the appropriations process, exact Senate's never going to approve. You're going to get down to the 30th of September. You're going to have a CR. And we're going to get down to the 24th of January, and we're going to have another omnibus. We right. it, let that, me tell you something. We're working to prevent. Let, yeah, if there is an omnibus that hits that floor, or if there's a minibus and a CR. Uh, the 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 line will be long of members moving to vacate the chair, 
if if that is what occurs, because These the organizing promises. principle of our effort was mm -hmm. to never uh, govern by omnibus. Yes, this was a promise that we made to our constituents back home, and we have to go home and look them in the eye uh, if something like that comes up. And so, absolutely, that is something that we will do anything and everything to and prevent. And you guys are planning that because we're a hundred days away from uh, we're a hundred days away from the the, uh, the appropriations having to be done right into the Senate. It's got to happen right after the break. Now so you, we we've gotten you know positive reports from our appropriators. Remember from, part from of the, the deal, yeah, right? that, well, that regular, there are deep order. cuts that right. they're imposing, that they're going through this stuff the way that uh, you know the our constitutional powers would dictate. And that work product is going to be something I think we're going to be proud of. We're going to have to negotiate with the Senate, but we can't only look that far forward. Here and now, we have to have a status of the relationship aren't, talk. Aren't you? essentially using the rules as a forcing function to show the country and particularly conservatives in the country that Kevin McCarthy really governs in partnership with Hakeem Jeffries and not in partnership with the Freedom Co or whatever it's called, the conservatives. Isn't that the, the point of the exercise? But we don't want that to no. be the case. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's exactly right. That's not what we're trying to do here. We, we're, we're using this rules process to actually represent the people back home and make their lives easier and better, give them more liberty and limit government and lower inflation, um, get us energy and energy secure once again. Um, so that is what this was always about, to change the way Washington, D.C. Func functions, not just humiliate someone and embarrass them and, and belittle them. Uh, we wanted to empower Speaker McCarthy, and our rules did exactly that, but unfortunately, it backfired last week. Is Tuesday good? Next Tuesday good enough? Do we have to wait an entire week to get the uh, pistol brace uh, bill to the floor? I think things are very fluid right now about the floor because McCarthy has to decide who's his coalition partner going to be: Hakeem Jeffries or us. And if he chooses, you know, he can't. He can't. The way uh, the cartel works, he'd he rather have. He'd rather have uh, Hakeem Jeffries. We're going to then spending. But, but we're going to force him into into a monogamous relationship with one or the other. What what we're not going to do is uh, hang out with him for five months and then watch him go jump in the back seat with Hakeem Jeffries, you know, and sell the nation out and, and underwrite four trillion dollars in debt. The number is 202-225-3121. Today, historic. It's not happened in 21 years, mm -hmm. but it's happened very rarely in the House. This has ever happened, right? This well, is extraordinary. And it may happen again. It, it may happen again, and it may happen without warning. Uh, and it may happen on, you know, things that are increasingly important to some of the lobbyists and funders that we think wanted that big debt deal to make the pie bigger in Washington and to make the dollar go, you know, not stretch as far in in Main Street you're like, America. You're like General Grant back to Lincoln. You're prepared to fight along this line if it takes all summer. You know, Trump said that to me once. He said, you know, they, uh, they always told Lincoln he had to get rid of Grant. He partied too much, was too much of a drunk. But, you know, he won. So I guess uh, I guess uh, Lincoln had Grant and I've got Matt Gates. <laughs> exactly. So you're prepared to fight along this line if it takes all summer. Our fight to change this town is an enduring one. Mm -hmm. And we will use every tool at our disposal. And what we did in January was build a toolkit. And now we have to deploy those tools to help the country. Yes. And I'll, I'll repeat what... Um Matt Gates said about Eli Crane. Eli Crane stated the only th way things get done in Washington, D.C. is by force. So this is a long endurance run, and we're in for it. We did not come here to sell out our country $4 trillion at a time. We are here to improve the way we govern here. And if conservatives, if, if Republicans actually govern the way they campaign, 
we would be doing a pretty darn good job. Okay, this audience likes action, action, action. Numbers 202-225-3121. Call right now. Make sure you talk to leadership. Call, call, give them an attaboy for the 20. Also, put your representative on notice of who you want them to back. I tell you, man, this is such a this is such a powerful platform. It was Andrew Clyde's interview here on the War Room that mm-hmm. that really got this thing going with our members, with our uh, activists. Uh, it, it it is really something. Well, this is this audience, and and by the way, that's why they love you guys, and they, and they have your back because they love courage is contagious, and you guys have been cur- uh, courageous. Well, since and and I know I've I've heard from a lot of posse members who've said motion to vacate in the next yeah, 20 seconds or you're not serious and and let yeah. me let me say we're, what we're trying to show you is there are other tools at our disposal yes. to try to bank wins for our people and that's what it ma- what matters uh, real quickly uh, social media at rep matt gates social media at lauren bobert okay fine okay folks let's have their back 202-225-3121 thank you honor to have you on here historic Thanks, day a revolt on the house floor the good guys took control Thanks, guys. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Only windswept point on the northern shore of France. The air is soft, but 40 years ago at this moment, the air was dense with smoke and the cries of men, and the air was filled with the crack of rifle fire and the roar of cannon. At dawn on the morning of the 6th of June, 1944, 225 rangers jumped off the British landing craft and ran to the bottom of these cliffs. Their mission was one of the most difficult and daring of the invasion, to climb these sheer and desolate cliffs and take out the enemy guns. 
The Allies had been told that some of the mightiest of these guns were here, and they would be trained on the beaches to stop the Allied advance. The Rangers looked up and saw the enemy soldiers, the edge of the cliffs, shooting down at them with machine guns and throwing grenades, and the American Rangers began to climb. They shot rope ladders over the face of these cliffs and began to pull themselves up. When one Ranger fell, another would take his place. When one rope was cut, a Ranger would grab another and begin his climb again. They climbed, shot back, and held their footing. Soon, one by one, the Rangers pulled themselves over the top, and in seizing the firm land at the top of these cliffs, they began to seize back the continent of Europe. 225 came here. After two days of fighting, only 90 could still bear arms. And behind me is a memorial that symbolizes the Ranger daggers that were thrust into the top of these cliffs. And before me are the men who put them there. These are the boys of Puente Hope. These are the men who took the cliffs. These are the champions who helped free a continent. And these are the heroes who helped end a war. Gentlemen, I look at you and I think of the words of Stephen Spender's poem. You were men who in your, quote, lives fought for life and lift, left the vivid air signed with your honor. Tuesday, 6 uh, June, the year of our Lord, 2023, the 79th uh, anniversary, the commemoration of D-Day. Uh, honored to have uh, two veterans here, uh, Commander Andrew Clyde of Georgia, now a congressman, uh, CB, and uh, Colonel Keith South from Texas, a Green Beret. Talk about, uh, just a minute before we get into the business of the day, uh, when you have, what, 250 men go up and not only 90 are, can actually fight a couple of days later, pretty high casualty rate? It's a very high casualty rate, but uh, the casualty rate on D-Day was high uh, because this was, uh, this was the retaking of a continent. This was the landing that even Eisenhower was unsure as to whether or not it would be successful. Mm -hmm. But this is the, this is the moment that uh, we started to retake the continent of Europe. So it's very high. I, I participated in the 49th anniversary. And I will tell you the relationship between the people of Normandy and the vets at that time were in their 70s was palpable. It was real. It was deep. And uh, they did not forget. And the old vets were, were just wonderful to be around, to hear their stories, have their we sacrifice. As a, have we as a country lost that, lost that, what the greatest generation had? Well, we have very few that do it. But I will tell you the men and women that went to Afghanistan and Iraq in Desert Storm and Iraqi Freedom and into Afghanistan, they have it. Uh, the Green Berets, uh, the SEALs who have gone on the ground, they still have it. But it's such a small percentage of our population today. Uh, I could name heroes of, of Af Afghanistan and Iraq that deserve well more. Uh, one battle, uh, Green Berets in Afghanistan had more silver stars at one battle in, in the history of the United States until one of those silver stars got upgraded to the Medal of Honor. Wow, fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, news of the day. Uh, they just announced that, or you just announced, after this mini-revolt, that the pistol brace is going to come to the uh, floor? That's correct, uh, Steve. Uh, it's coming to the floor on Tuesday, and I'm very happy to announce that. Um, I'm very thankful for uh, the pressure that was put on Republican leadership because they needed to feel it. 
Uh, why, because why is that? You're, we're, we're, when you came on in, in, in your very humble way, our audience, it exploded. It was a firestorm. People, and even people who are not maybe into the Second Amendment as others, they said, you're bartering away people's constitutional rights over a man who sat there and said, hey, I don't believe this bill should come forward mm-hmm. as it should. I'm going to vote mm-hmm. against the rule. Mm-hmm. And they really went after the American citizen, and particularly look at the penalties here. Mm-hmm. Ten years in a federal prison. Mm-hmm. Take your gun rights away forever mm-hmm. in a substantial mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I've never seen our audience get up and really just furious mm-hmm. as they called the uh, the House and the local offices. Mm-hmm. Well, it just goes to show you, um, as we all believed or should believe, our God-given natural rights, our constitutional rights, our Second Amendment rights are not a bargaining chip. They're not something to be, you know, uh, dealt with in a manner that would, um, you know, quid pro quo or, or we're going to penalize you uh, in such a way as this. Um, that's unacceptable to um, the American people, and you're absolutely right. It created a firestorm. It should have created a firestorm. Colonel Self, you voted against the, the, uh, the debt ceiling fiasco. Last night, Lawrence O'Donnell did an entire hour of a show on MSNBC with their negotiators. It was humiliating to have to sit there and watch it. What a terrible job leadership did on this bill. I mean, the bill is just a tissue of, just a, it's a tissue of lies which were presented. What do the folks in your, your constituents think about giving Biden, the Biden regime, you know, what, $16 trillion to spend, but $4 trillion minimum of new debt? Uh, well, they don't like it. My calls were 70, 30 or more uh, <clears throat> for my vote, for my no vote, and I was a double no. I voted against the rule and I voted against the bill. Uh, because giving the Biden administration $4 trillion estimate, actually it's unlimited, but we'll call it $4 trillion over 19 months is well over two. It, let's, uh, nobody understands a trillion dollars, but that's $210 billion every month, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Right. That's what we need to focus on because you know that they will try to uh, indebt us for another $4 trillion over the next 19 months. Do you believe in voting against the rule? Let's leave aside the vote. Do you believe you made permanent enemies with uh, leadership? No, I think we're making uh, allies. Because if you remember back, there were 20 votes on the speaker. Uh, then we went to... No, no, no. I know you're building your base. I mean, now you're building, I mean, 73. Do you think, though, by the... Because the rule vote was tantamount to another speaker's vote, right? It was tantamount to another speaker's vote. Do, do, do you believe in voting against the rule and the bill itself that you've made a permanent enemy no. of people that, don't, that you wouldn't want to have as enemies? No. There are no permanent enemies in politics. <laughs> Courage is contagious. <laughs> Courage is contagious, and, and I've seen it, and uh, we need to continue to build that base. Is that what you're saying because you started with six and the 20, and now you've got 29 or 30 and 71 the bill. Yeah. And well, the that, other two that weren't there, but yeah, said they were, so 73. And mm-hmm. frankly, we've got a whole lot of citizens behind us because the firestone <laughs> that Andrew uh, set off was he just added another log to the fire of the firestorm that was going on over the debt bill. Mm-hmm. People are getting, uh, representatives are getting blown up in their districts over the debt ceiling bill. So this is, this is building. And it's building in the grassroots, out in the hustings. 202-225-3121. Right now, they had a mini-revolt on the floor today. Make sure you've got the back of these uh, of these patriots. Also, Grace and Captain Bannon have uh, the local offices, too, so you can put a call in there. But this is what does it when people hear mm-hmm. from the grassroots, when they hear from the activists. Mm-hmm. Texas is such a key state. Are the folks in Texas, down, down in your district and other places, 
furious about this debt ceiling bill? Uh, many of them are, absolutely, because uh, we did a great job messaging, I think, and so our people understand uh, that the bill was not as advertised. The headline sounded very good, but once we drilled down into the details, and the devil's always in the details, uh, once we knew the details, the, the, the people understood that this was not Do you think you were misled bill. by leadership on, uh, on about the, the EOs? It turns out the OMB can change it. Now we know from the permitting that it turns out the permitting was basically nothing. We know that because they made a mistake uh, in the negotiation that we're actually adding 72000 a month, and they didn't realize that that all the aspects, as terrible as it is on the top-line numbers and the duration, but when you look at all the details, we got play. I mean, because on Lawrence O'Donnell, they're sitting there laughing at you. I mean, it's, it's quite humiliating to see their negotiators just gloat <laughs> about what they demanded and what they had to have and how amateurish our side was. Is, is, that, is that ever going to set right with people? I'm not going to sit here and uh, characterize our leadership. I will say that the bill was not as advertised, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, and the more people that know that, the more grassroots input to all of us on bills such mm -hmm. as the pistol brace bill will mm -hmm. make Fair a difference enough. to right. change Washington. 202-225-3121. Make sure you make your calls right now. Let folks know what you think. I'm an attaboy for people that stood up and maybe the old what for for people who didn't. Why is this bill taking till next Tuesday? You know, we just had Gates and Bobert in here and others that have already contacted me and said, hey, no more business mm -hmm. until the pistol breaks because symbolically we've got to show people. Why is it going to take till next Tuesday? Well, from what I understand, the way that rules works, there's a notification requirement before something comes before rules. And so they're holding to that notification requirement. I think it's like... Uh, uh, 48 hours and then 24 hours if you're going to bring any any uh, sort of documentation there. So potentially 72 hours. So okay. so that would be why I would think that Tuesday, as of right now, might be the closest. Closest they could do it. The closest it they can actually do it. Uh, but I'm very concerned that the Senate may still go first. Well, I and, thought we ruled that out. I thought you, if the Senate goes first, they're going to kill it. Right? Absolutely, they absolutely we can't let correct. that happen. No, we cannot let that happen, and that. Uh, is something that so what do is we very need to, dangerous. What do we need to do to stop that? Um, I think that uh, uh, the folks need to call their senators and say, uh, you know, we need uh, the House to go first on this. That's it. Because okay. in the House, we can pass this in a bipartisan way because I'm confident that we'll have at least a Democrat, maybe two, three. 202-224-3121 is the Senate side. Right now, light them up. Tell them the House bill has to go first. That's right. Colonel Self. For the conference to come together and work as one, what would be your recommendation? There's obviously a lot, of, a lot of hard feelings, a lot of distrust. What would you recommend for the bring the conference together? Uh, we've got to get back to the tools that we gave the speaker and the conference back in January. We've got to understand that we have a narrow majority, but we saw on the Limit, Save, Grow Act that if we act as a conference, we can pass a strong bill. Uh, and I, I want us to get back to a Republican conference with strong tools that we gave the conference as a whole, certainly the speaker. I want us to get back to that because with that, with those rules, with a united conference, we can do great things and we can change Washington. Is the conference coming together this week? Are you guys as a whole going to get together and, and talk this Well, you got together this morning. Okay. Um, that went um, well. Um, <laughs> then you had the revolt this afternoon. You think you think you guys will get together later? I, I, 
It is a fluid situation, Steve, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Currently, you're good. Um, I know you guys get a bounce. Uh, West Point grad, what year? 1975. 1975, uh, Green Beret. Thank you very much on this commemoration. In fact, yeah. want to have you back in, both of you, because we're going to do the entire Battle of Normandy. You know, D-Day right. always gets the highlight, but this is one of the <clears throat> toughest battles, if not the toughest long battle in American history. So for the next two months... Every couple of days, we're going to be giving highlights of what was right. happening. Wonderful. So we always right. love to have uh, love to have our Army brethren here. To, That's right. To, uh, Commander, great job. Thank you. Uh, and everybody's got your back. Thank and, you. And uh, this audience is on point right now, and they understand this fight. And I think everybody agrees with you. If we get back to the deal and the tools, mm-hmm. let's put it back together and see if we can't go forward. If not, it's going to be a throwdown. That's right. Because I think a lot of people are going to say we can't let this happen again. Right. Guys, thank you very much for coming in here. Thank you Thanks, for having Steve. me. Chris, uh, uh, social media, how do people get to you? Rep Keith Self. Okay, Rep Keith Self. And Rep Clyde. Okay, fantastic. Guys, thank you very much for coming in here. Thank okay. you so much. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back in the war room in just a moment. Everything's and you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature, stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign-up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. Steve Stern, CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Hey, I want to make sure we keep pushing because nothing's locked in stone right now about the... uh, pistol brace being for next week that's what 
Commander Clyde, uh, Congressman Clyde knows, but we got to keep pushing. So make sure you continue to make the phone calls, 202 It's had a huge impact, big revolt on the House floor today because the War Room Posse has these folks back. So there's a lot going on in uh, in this town right now. Uh, we had to bump Peter Navarro. I have Peter back on tomorrow. Peter had um, an incredible piece up on his Substack, and I think it was in the Washington Times uh, about our Epic Times. I think it was Washington Times uh, about the cyber war that the CCP is already conducting, particularly against our uh, our military and our infrastructure. Uh, and the reason I bring that up, remember, we're all combatants now. The CCP has already initiated. This war against the United States, the unrestricted warfare, we hope it doesn't go kinetic and we do our job. It won't go kinetic, but we need everybody. Try HomeTitleLock.com. Just go check it out today and find out about your title. Remember, in this environment, 90% of your net worth is tied up in the equity in your home. Under no circumstances can you allow it, somebody to go and mess around uh, online with your title and take out a second mortgage at home that you're going to owe $200,000, $250,000 at high interest rates. HomeTitleLock.com. Go check it out today. Make sure that nobody's messing around with this. Cyber war is cranking up, and Navarro's article is fantastic. Peter will join us tomorrow. We couldn't get to him today because we had all this activity with the uh, congressman. There's a lot going on, and uh, we're going to have uh, some more congressmen on tomorrow. I want to go to Michael Seifert. Michael See, when we first met you, you're just kind of some nudge, you know, tech guy that had an idea. Now you got a company that's on fire, and you're like the third story in the Daily Mail with huge charts and graphs and exclusive Daily Mail, public SQ. The Economist has a story that you're highlighting in last week, the, the uh, Daily Mail this week. The Economist says there's an alternative economy being built by conservatives where they're stop giving money to people that hate them. Michael Seifert, give us an update. For a long time, Steve, people tried to delegitimize the parallel economy. They tried to make it sound like it was just a quiet, small, minuscule movement that could never really catch traction because look how overwhelming and daunting the leftist corporate America is. And they're being proven wrong in real time. And every single one of these articles and every single one of these data points is proof of that. The American people are making it incredibly clear we're tired of woke corporate America. And we're not putting up with it anymore. So not only are we boycotting, we're actually doing something even far more productive, which is moving our dollars toward companies that are America first. They love our country. They love our constitution. They are not bought in with the globalist agenda. And we know we can rely on them because they share the same values that we do. So we've Steve blown up in the past few weeks with the help of incredible people like you and lots of other amazing cultural leaders that are saying, guys, we have a solution here. And now they can't help but pay attention. When your top five apps on the entire app store for over a week, you can't ignore us any longer. The American people are making it clear. And I'm really grateful that this movement is growing to heights that I even could have could not have anticipated at this level. So it's it's really exciting to watch what's happening. But we're just getting started. No, the chart that's on Daily Mail you've got of, of your users is incredible. I want to be very specific now. How do people, if I'm an entrepreneur, right, and I want my products or services to get out to this market, what do I have to do? And if I'm a potential customer, what do I have to do? How, how do I get onto the app? How do I use it? How do I become part of it? Because you're building a community, a community that is tired of giving their money to people that don't support their values and hate them. So how do they do it, Michael? 
Well, Steve, if you're a business owner, you're in good company. We have over 55,000 other business vendors, which means we're the largest compilation of America for small businesses the world has ever seen. And you'll be in a great community of all different industries. So no matter whether you're a banker or you own a coffee shop or you started a, a gene company, you're welcome on our platform. When you sign up at publicsq.com, you can click add your business. You can join for free. You'll see our value statement there. And that's how our consumers know that they can trust you when you agree those set of values. If you're a consumer, you can sign up for free as well. You just click join. It's a very fast process. We'll never ask you for money. We'll never share your data. This is an incredible parallel economy that is uh, blowing up. And we're really grateful to be at the tip of the spear in this new pioneering movement. It feels, Steve, like the gold rush again. It's like people are recognizing that there's this entire unaddressed market of people that have been ignored and forgotten for far too long. There's gold out in the hills. We are heading out west to explore this new parallel economy. And I believe that ultimately this movement is going to lead to an, a new American Renaissance era of the right type of companies prospering because they're standing with an agenda that will lead to the American way uh, prospering for the long haul. So publicsq.com is the best place to get started. When I met Seifert a couple of years ago, he had this vision and I could tell that this is the kind of guy that could execute on that uh, with a great app and a great platform that would be able to bring people together and create this community. It's amazing and wonderful to see you pulling it off. Michael Seifert, one more time, how do people get to this? I want to, I want this community to both build and thrive. Where do they go? Well, we do need this community to build this with us. We, uh, we are very passionate, but none of this works unless the American people are with us. And so the best way you can get started to join us on this journey to build America's marketplace is publicsq.com. PublicSQ.com, whether you're a consumer or a business. If you're a consumer, you're going to find tens of thousands of businesses of all different industries that will serve your needs. And if you're a business, you're going to find a bunch of America First patriots that are absolutely thrilled to be able to support your business. So PublicSQ.com. Steve, I really appreciate it. Michael, thank you very much. And we'll get the articles. Grace and Mo will get the articles on The Economist and Daily Mail up everywhere. Amazing. Thank you very much. Also, I want to make sure go to uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon, get the debt trap, the third in the series, the end of the dollar empire. Want everybody to be part of this conversation. Things are happening right now. This audience is winning. Huge revolt on the House floor today. The reason it happened is you had people's backs. You had people's backs, this audience. Okay, next hour, short break. Gun Owners of America, David Clements back here with election, more election theft, DHS. Also, the war in Ukraine. What's the reality as it metastasizes? All next in the war room. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVID 
covidtaxrelief.org. Visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 